Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, July 31st, 2023. Jesus Christ, where's the summer going? I feel like every other year, I'll say to myself in May, now, all right, summer's coming. Make sure you take it in. And then every other year I don't. And then all of a sudden it's almost fucking August. Um, and I even had a bottles and James yet, dude. I've been enjoying a little time off. Uh, with the family back east. The big thing when you go back east is oh, I can't eat all this fucking Italian food, you know, all the stuff that I miss, all the fucking pizza and the bread and all the shit that they can't make out now. It's got, it's the air. It's the water. You know what? There's some guys from Brooklyn. They just moved out here. They flew the water from Brooklyn out. It still stinks. Still stinks. I don't know what it is. They, um, they can make really good pizza. They can't make great pizza out there. They can make really good pasta. What it is just, I don't know what it is. It's just not the same. I remember doing a gig a long time ago, uh, the Count Basie Theory, Theory? Theater out in uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. And I was, I forget where I was going next. I just randomly stopped in some little strip mall and they had a little store there. They were making like pasta by hand and all. Some of the best shit I've ever had in my life. Just random. Didn't have to know anybody. Just saw the Italian flag, stopped, and it was fucking unbelievable. So um, we're back here uh, for a few days. The family and all of that have been getting caught up on my Boston Red Sox, dude. How about Tristan uh, Cassis? Is that all you say? He's hitting the cover off the ball. He's been crushing it. Justin Turner's been killing it. Got that Duran guy flying around on the bases. I mean, I know we lost the last two games in uh, overtime, dude, in uh, extra innings. But uh, they're still, they're a fun team to watch. And uh, I'm psyched that guy at first base is panning out. We always have some fucking, like, nine-foot guy playing for the Red Sox, you know, Halfway decent in the field, but can't hit a curveball or an off-speed pitch. But everybody's always like, I'll tell you, if he ever gets a hold of one. I know, dude, but the fucking guy, the body on the guy, if he ever gets a fucking hold of one, dude, he's going to fucking... It never happens. Well, now it's happening. Um, So I've been enjoying that. We're playing Seattle. The Seattle Mariners in the fucking kingdom. Key Arena, they knocked them all down. What's the name? What are they? Edison Field? Should be Tesla Field, shouldn't it? Didn't Edison steal everything from Tesla? The the actual Tesla. Not 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 the laminated faced nerd that wants to have a cage match with that calculus major. <laughs> Is that gonna? I heard the other. I heard the Facebook guy actually does mixed martial arts, which means he could fucking throw me around the room. I wonder what the other guy did. They, I don't know what happened. You know, it's really fucking nuts what people do when it comes to money. 
you know, unless they're in business together and they were going to do some Jake Paul shit. That's, I, I said that before. That should be the, the winner. The winner fights Jake Paul for, for the title uh, in the Jake Paul uh, Boxing Association. The JPIBF. Um, yeah, it's really just been uh, seeing how crazy hot it's been this year and all that type of stuff. And then you just, I'm watching like the media and they go, what did they call like cities that are like ungodly hot now? They're calling them something cities, charred cities, hot cities or whatever. But they're not going to talk about how the fuck we ended up here. Because they're not going to fuck with their money. And it's just like at some point you're going to be like, guys, what are you protecting here? There's going to be nothing left. The direction we're going. I don't want to get all fucking doomsday here, but Jesus Christ. They just fucking talk around the whole thing. They don't say that since 1959, 1950 fucking nine, scientists are going, hey, man, the way we're living, uh, it's going to do this to the planet. They're like, nah. I'll be dead by then. Give me another fucking uh, lobster roll and a couple of whores to fucking lick my balls while I eat it. <laughs> I always wondered about people like that. That are like just totally into their own pleasure, regardless of how many people that they hurt. Right? Which I guess we've all been guilty of that. You know, fucking going into the fridge late at night, eating the last slice of something, having the last few cookies. Got the crumbs in the side of your face, and your wife's like, did you eat that peanut butter cookie? And you're like, what? And you got to feign like you're not selfish. Oh, did, did, did you want that? <laughs> That's when you just get the side glance, and they walk out of the fucking room. Um, so anyway, I'm on vacation here. With the family, and, uh, you know, I don't have access to a gym, so I've been doing so well over the last month, but uh, I do have access. Down the road, they rent some bicycles or whatever, so I'm going to ride a bike like a fucking European guy, which is good because I'm trying to get into Euro shape, all right? From, for my fellow Americans listening to this podcast, I try to get myself in really good shape before I go to Europe just to shut those fucking cunts up, you know, because they're always talking about how out of shape Americans are and everything, right? And then you go over there, you know, and they think somehow they eat fish and chips out of a fucking old newspaper every day and they're going to have a body of an Adonis. Um, but they are, in, uh, they are in better shape. They just have better food than we do. So... Um, if you're European, come on over here. I'm sure the dollar's nice and weak, right? Come over here. You fucking eat some of our food. You bulk up. Then you go back to the pub and you face your high school bully. You fucking lean on him with all those trans fats you're carrying around your fucking, your chesticles and your, uh, your fucking man tits there, whatever, chesticles. That's what I call them. Um, and your fucking love handles. Uh, the fuck was I just going to talk about? Something in that reminded me of something. I was like, you know what? I, I should talk about that. That is what I should talk about. Ah. You know, it, it just, it, it left me. Um, 
But anyway, I'm going to uh, make sure I just keep eating the salads with the protein and all of that stuff. Um, what the fuck is this? Stop texting me. How dare you text me when I'm in the middle of my podcast? Um, yeah, so I got, I got that gig coming up. I got Halifax coming up. I got Springfield, Massachusetts coming up. So my big thing is that I'm just going to, I landed and I had some, I had a salad with a little bit of chicken in it, feta cheese, you know, but I, I didn't, uh, I didn't work out yesterday. So it's fucking, you know, every time, every time I start to get in shape, oh, Bill, what are you going to do now? How are you going to fucking whine about your life? Boo-hoo, you're so busy when your whole business is on fucking strike. I do love how fucking heartless some people are, you know. I was seeing that there was a guy that writes for that show, The Bear, which is a massive, massive hit. And the writing is incredible on it. He writes on the show. He has a gig writing for a hit TV show, and he's living below the poverty line, right? So most people were empathetic. Somebody writes, uh, get another job. I love blaming him, right? He's working 17-hour fucking days, 14-hour days or whatever in the writer's room and you get another fucking job. And then somebody goes, why don't you have the actors pay him? You know, because they look at actors going, you know, thinking they're all making a zillion dollars, you know? Um, and they, like, know their names. That's the genius of being the money behind the money is nobody knows your fucking name. Telling the ad that the actor should pay the fucking writer is like, you know, they're underpaying the guy, you know, unloading trucks at Home Depot. And then the manager of Home Depot should pay the guy. Not the people that own Home Depot and own the fucking building. Hey, you're underpaying that quarterback, the uh, cornerback. The quarterback should pay him. Well, what about the fucking owner? Ah, the quarterback's making too much money. What does the owner make? I have no idea. I don't even know what his fucking name is. Exactly. Um, and all the guy was asking for was just a fucking middle-class living. So, um, that is kind of the genius of this whole fucking rat race is it causes you to turn on, uh, the wrong person, I feel. So I'm for the workers here. I'm not for these fucking, I mean, the only time you ever know, like, a CEO's name is when he takes it to such a ridiculous level, such like a spinal tap, ridiculous level of greed that he fucking ends up on uh, that show, American Greed. Remember that guy, he had a $13,000 umbrella stand. <laughs> then what's funny is when they're stealing from the company, they end up feeling guilty, you know, in the back of their head. So then they, uh, they start throwing these lavish parties and they invite their coworkers, and it somehow appeases their guilt. Yeah, I stole the money, but I, you know, I, I threw a party and I invited my coworkers, so I'm kind of like Robin Hood, right? And then eventually the feds show up, and then they go to jail. And I always pick their picture. Their jail is like a tennis club, you know, that just has like modest sort of quarters or something. I wonder what the number one, like, fucking weapon is in a white-collar prison. Like, it's like a letter opener. (laughs) 
a sharpened money clip. Uh, he smuggled it in in his fucking ass, this fanny pack, because you're probably allowed to have one. Um, I know you guys, if you guys want to submit some fucking jokes for that. Mrs. Makes me miss the David Letterman show. Tonight here in my hand, I have the top 10 list. The top 10 weapons in a white-collar prison. Words. Um, all right. Plowing ahead here. That reminded me of... Uh, I don't know what the hell I was watching, but that, that whole fucking... You know, speaking of traveling and all of that shit. You remember there was another show, fucking Arrested Abroad. Which I swear to God, you got halfway through one episode. is just like, I don't even go into Rhode Island. I am not leaving... You know, when you leave your tribe, like you're an American, you live in America, and then all of a sudden you go somewhere else and you do some dumb shit, right? And you get your dumb ass caught doing the dumb shit. And then what, you, what do you do? You, you fucking try to reach out to your local senator. Like, hey, man, you know, I'm on your team and they're like keeping me over here, man. Like, that's not cool, right? And then you realize, you know, your value when all of a sudden you realize you've, you've been left unprotected <laughs> and your own country is fine with you testing the free agent market in different prisons around the globe, that's when you're just like, oh, no. I was believing all that shit they said every four years when I actually pay attention to politics. When they fucking, uh, when, when they, they gas up Joe Sixpack. Yeah, he puts his pants on one leg at a time. He gets cancer from the local fucking area where they were testing uh, atomic weapons back in the 50s and 60s, and uh, now we're not going to help him out. But once a year, we give him a shout-out. We give him a shout-out, and we talk about how he puts his pants on. And then after that, when, uh, you know, he can't get a fucking job or he's, uh, you know, lost a limb fighting for this country, uh, you know... Then we don't know him. But once every four years, maybe the beginning of a football game, you know, we'll parade him out. There he is, Joe Sixpack. He only hit his wife once. <laughs> um, that was a surprise ending there, right? I was, I was sitting there going, you got to remember these guys. That was just my way of saying, aren't we all just a little bit flawed? Um, somebody gave, oh, what's his face? Uh, Brian Holtzman gave me this book. He's going to be on my podcast. Uh, he gave me this book. Um, what the fuck? Killers of the, the, the something moon. Killers of the leaf moon or something like that. It's just another one of these fucking stories that they, you know, they just don't tell you about when you're coming up in, uh, grade school. So he's like, okay, a bunch of white people came over here with buckles on their shoes because they were getting away from religious persecution, which now is kind of fucking hilarious to me. You know, you're like fucking going to persecute me because I'm going to church. It's like, I, 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 all right, I won't go. I don't have a problem with that. Let me twist my fucking arm. Hey, you know what? I'd go to church, but there's too much persecution out there. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's not what religious persecution is. Um, 
You know what religious persecution is? Making somebody go to church every Sunday. Remember that? Your parents making you get up. Oh, you just have that fucking feeling in your stomach. You put on that itchy sweater. You go down there and there'd be that fucking old guy up there and he would just be going. Like it would always go really fast up to, and this is the word of the Lord. And people would be like, thanks be to God. And then the guy break into his homily. You know, I live alone in the rectory. Drink a lot of wine that hasn't been blessed. Every once in a while, I volunteer for some sort of activity with little boys, but we're not going to talk about that. And he would just go on and on and on and on. And you would just be sitting there. Wrap it up. Just fucking wrap it up. Fabulous Thunderbirds. Wrap it up. I'll take it. Right? And finally, this old, unmarried, fucking poor bastard with no fly on his pants, you know, like he couldn't shimmy him down if he got a hooker, right? I'd love to have uh, illegal sex with you, but I... Just can't get these damn things off. Oh, well, you see what they do is they sew them onto you. What was your name? Portia? Oh, Impala. Sorry, Impala. What they do is they fucking, they sew them around your hips, and then you just keep eating the body of Christ. And each week you get a little fatter, and then that's it. It's like a chastity belt for a guy. Those black priest slacks. Rayon, you know. It's funny, the same pants that priests wear is the same one that all real estate agents wore when I was growing up. It was sort of the Nancy Reagan power suit. I thought that was fitting because, you know, both groups of people were fucking you, right? Oh, Jesus, Bill. Was I talking about this on stage or was I talking on my podcast? I said because the... I was talking about how because porn is free now and these abused women can't make any money. Like, I feel like they're now all getting into real estate, like judging like what real estate agents look like now. I mean, they look like whores at a Ron Burgundy party, you know, when they would like, you know, back in the day when your hairy chested friend was coming to town, you know, your job was to rally up a couple of whores and make sure he, he had a good time. Make sure he has a good time when he's out of here, huh, huh dollface? Okay, daddy. Right? And then they fucking go out and they ride the guy clinging to his chest hair. <laughs> Whatever happened to chest hair? Is that going to come back? If the mullet is back, you got to think chest hair at some point is going to come back. What about, remember that little toothbrush thing that they had for guys that you could like manicure your whole body? So it's like, how fucking long does that take for the average Greek man or Italian guy to fucking get ready for work if you're going to give him, he he needs like a dustbuster level one, right? Now you get someone like me, you know, I got the orangutan hair, so I mean, it doesn't even show up. You could give me, I, I could use one of those things. I'm in the land of Martha Stewart right now. She's a Connecticut person, right? I'm staying out here in Connecticut. I like Connecticut, right? 
it's got uh, it's got everything you could possibly want here. From you know gang activity to uh, elite white people in the clan. I mean, you just sort of have. You could do like twenty seasons of behind the scenes in prisons and America to American greed. Connecticut's a very interesting state, and I think that that's why they don't have... Anytime you're in a state that doesn't have any professional sports teams, I always feel like they're up to something. You know? Like, this is where the the super rich go to hang out and stuff like that, you know? Out on on the, uh, the prairies out there. Charged cities. People on fire. If you catch on fire uh, because of this this heat wave, what to do if you catch on fire? We're not going to discuss how we ended up here. What to do when the water that you wanted to use to brush your teeth starts boiling before it gets to your mouth? Here's the five things that you can do to not scald your gums. Today we have anti-scalding-your-gum expert, Tammy fucking what's-her-cunt, right? <laughs> and she's going to sit here with her priest's whore real estate slacks on, and she's going to let us know how in 2027 you go about brushing your teeth. You know, there's a lot of people are starting to say that the incredible raise rise in halitosis is actually not caused by boiling water that you can't, the water that you can't get to your mouth before it starts boiling. It's actually the cause of global warming. It's the bad breath. That is the new, and of course, liberals are calling this misinformation. Conservatives are calling this socialism. But I'm still making 400 grand a week to read this bullshit to you. And I have enough money to have my own fire department that will spray foam on top of my house when it ignites and onto me as I roll around in the yard. What am I talking about? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm fucking getting used to the the time change out here. My son got up at fucking still six in the morning. Six in the morning, doesn't matter what time zone we're in, which is like three o'clock our time. Standing there like a zombie making fucking oatmeal. And I forgot he doesn't like milk in his oatmeal. He's like, Dad, I don't, no, no want, no want, no want milk. No want milk. And I'm like, well, I don't have to tell you, buddy. I can't take the milk out of it. And he's like, okay, bye-bye, Dada. And he just fucking walks away. Um, he's a very confident little kid. Very confident little kid. Um... Anyway, so I'm going to try to enjoy myself out here for, you know, a couple, two, three days, a little four-day thingamajig here, and then uh, then I'm back to the grind. I'm going to be back on the road again, and uh, like I said, I'm going to somehow wake up here. I'm going to ride a bicycle every day. I'm going to eat salads. The green shirt diet continues. I had a fun week flying, man. I flew up to San Inez again. I've been racking up the hours. And then uh, 
I flew uh, a buddy of mine up to uh, Santa Barbara. We hung out across from the, uh, whatever the fuck the name of that theater is up there that I, I haven't played in years. Oh, God, not the Algonquin, the Alexander. Begins with an A, the Alameda. Hang on a second, let me look this fucking theater up. Santa Barbara Theater. There's two of them. There's like the Gleason. There, the Arlington. Oh, there's also an amphitheater up there with like Joni Mitchell did her live albums. Yeah, the Arlington Theater. Um, I knew when I, when both times when I ate there, they said there's a great uh, Mexican restaurant next door. And both times they ordered these tacos and they were delicious. So we went up there and we just had the Uber driver. Uh, you know, I Googled Bill Burr, Santa Barbara, and I found the theater. So I just had him drop us in the vicinity and I picked the first Mexican place around there. And there wasn't anything else and it was absolutely delicious. Um, but I had a fun flight up there. You la- I learned city pads. And if the city pads are all full, you land on taxiway J. Um, Juliet. And, uh, but I got, I got close to 11 hours um, flight time last month. And I, I kind of like was my goal. It's like, I want to start getting like 10 hours a month and do like some longer flights uh, as opposed to just sort of zipping around the LA basin. But I, we, I have the Garmin 750 avionics in the helicopter there. And um, I guess I was due for a download. So my instructor downloaded the thing. So I'm flying out there and I looked at everything looked basically the same. It was just a little more colorful. Uh, I'm going to go outside. God damn it. I'm going to shut off this fucking AC. Speaking of hot cities. Hot cities in the city. Temperature 68 degrees. What are we going to have a fucking snowball fight in here? I like a nice 71. That's where I'm at. You know? You know what's funny is when you stay with other people, the fatter your friends are, the fucking lower the AC goes. Like that's, you know, if you're not someone who likes to step step on a scale, I think the temperature you put your uh, AC on. If you're putting your AC on at fucking (laughs) 65 degrees, that's because you have the same sort of body fat as like a fucking polar bear. Oh, Christ, these cushions are all wet. I wanted to sit outside. You son of a bitch. I'm mad at nature right now. I shit you guys not. I am standing on a porch right now and I'm looking at a herd of cows. Oh, Jesus. My son's getting into it with his mother. Confident little kid, man. I'm telling you. Um, <clears throat> oh, listen to the birds, dude. You don't hear that out west. They ain't, they ain't got birds in California. What was that bird saying? He's either trying to get laid or he's making fun of my bald head. One or the other, but I'm going to go back inside here. All right, let's read some of the advertising here for this week. Um, I ain't doing fucking shit for four days. How great is that? 
not doing shit. I'm just going to fucking, I'm watching the Red Sox. That's what I'm doing. It's, you know what sucks about the baseball seasons is right when, when the games really start to matter, football starts. And they got 5,000 fucking sports channels. So they're showing all this preseason. Can I, can I tell you something? I fucking hate preseason football. I fucking hate it. It's like for like five plays, they put the starters in. And then it's just a, a bunch of, I don't know what, USFL play? Oh, Jesus. Why would you go off on another? I actually like the USFL. But um, I don't know. There's always that friend you got that's like totally like hardcore fucking fantasy football. And he'll watch the entire preseason. You know? And they love discovering new... I'll tell you, man, you know, our backup punter. Guy's got a fucking cannon for a leg. I'll tell you, it wouldn't surprise me if he's challenging our starter for a job. That's what you're doing? It's the fucking last month of summer and you're fucking sitting here watching people who aren't going to make the NFL play in the NFL? What is this, make-a-wish football? I don't want to watch this shit. I want to see the people that made the team on week one. And I cannot wait for that first Monday night football game. I am, I am so fucking amped up for the Jets versus the Bills. I think the AFC East is going to be amazing because the Dolphins are a good team. The Jets got Aaron Rodgers. All right? And then uh, the Bills got Josh Allen, who I swear to God, if, if, you, if, if you told me he was claymation, I would believe it. There's just something about his fucking head it just looks like the kind like the kind of like back in the day when they would just draw a little boy he has like a little boy head (laughs) like the all-american boy six-year-old boy like oh boy oh boy you know raccoon skin on his head gonna go fly a kite with this fucking slingshot that's what his head looks like but somehow he's he's pushing 30 um I, I, that is the fucking story. That's the only story that I give a shit about in the, uh, the NFL. And then also I love that no one's picking the Patriots. So for the first time in 20 years, this is like zero expectations. Um, so I'm going to enjoy that, that we can be playing like spoilers. But just this whole idea that the Buffalo Bills are where this foregone conclusion to win the division is now over. Dolphins gave him a little bit of rough time with uh, two attackers or at quarterback, right? And uh, Tagliaforia uh, Gossett Jr. or something like that at quarterback. But um, that's, I think, Aaron Rodgers. This is my prediction, all right? For someone who didn't play organized football past August of third grade because my dad saw the concussions that I was going to get and did and then did the math with how slow I was and was just like, he's already dumb. What are we doing here, right? So um, I think the game is in New York City. I say Buffalo looks like they're going to win. Aaron Rodgers brings them back. Classic comeback. Jets Nation goes absolutely fucking crazy. The Claymation kid meets Aaron Rodgers in the middle of the field, and he nods. He goes, all right, well, I'll see you in a couple of months. And then I think the Bills win it, right? And it comes down to the wire, and then hopefully they both make the playoffs and kick the shit out of each other and have a great game. That's, that's all I'm looking for, 
all right? I'm looking for the San Diego Chargers as an organization to somehow get their shit together because I feel like they have the players. They've never had the GM. They've never had the ownership. They've never had the whole fucking thing going on. All right? And I think San Diego Chargers fans have waited long enough. I like Justin Herbert. And then who else do we got? Who else do we got? You're buying and selling Jimmy G. Huh? Going to uh, Vegas. I mean, I think that's perfect. I mean, there's two places Italians love living. New Jersey and Las Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) so this dude is right where he needs to be and how great would it be if the Raiders you know I'm rooting for that division too I just want to see I just want to see great football this year you know you got what's his face out in uh, Denver maybe they turn it around maybe he just had you know one bad year trying to get acclimated to the team he was also building that giant house, right? Maybe that was a distraction. We were just going like, honey, like which one of these? We need to look at tile samples for the grotto. And he's going like, oh, but I got a game this week. Just it'll only take a few minutes. What? Okay, great. What? And, and then we'll do the backsplash. The backsplash for the full kitchen down by the grotto. Um, why do we need a full kitchen down? Um, anyway, I still believe, I still believe in the Broncos. And then, um, I don't know shit about it. There's somehow, you know what? The, the the one division that I just don't know fucking anything about is the AFC South. All I know is for some reason, the Indianapolis, who's in the Midwest, is in the South. And for, in my world, it's a lot easier to confuse the North with the South and East with West. But when you start confusing the Midwest with the South, like, I don't know what the fuck to do. There's always that one oddball team. It's just hanging off like an appendix. And is in, is in the, uh, like the Red Wings. I mean, technically, they're an East Coast team, right? They're fucking... No, that's not the example. It was always a weird... Was it what? The Seattle Seahawks? No, that, they were out in the West. That made sense. There was a couple of just weird fucking teams. They were just... Maybe the L.A. Kings. The L.A. Kings being in the Smythe. And it was literally like Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary. Everything was way the fuck up in Canada. And then they were just out there by themselves... The closest fucking American team to the L.A. Kings at one point was the St. Louis Blues. That's how much times have changed. The NHL, dude, I'll tell you, for a while, they could not pick a fucking city. They could not pick a fucking city to save their life, and now they have been crushing it. Um, all right, I'm all over the map here. Let's do, uh, let's do some of the reads here. Let's do, let's do some fucking motherfucking reads. All right, uh, policy genius, everybody. You know, if you have a family like I do, you know how much your loved ones depend on you. In a worst-case scenario, you wouldn't want them to worry about money. A good Turn your death into a windfall of cash with policy genius. A good life and give your wife motive. 
to start putting shit, adding some extra ingredients into your food. A good life insurance plan can give you peace of mind that if something happens to you, your family will have a safety net to cover mortgage payments, college costs, or other expenses so they can get back on their feet and focus on what's most important. Her finding a new swing and dick to buy her some bags and shoes. All... <laughs> already have coverage through work? Employer-sponsored life insurance may not offer enough protection for your family needs. You know it isn't worth shit. Why would your boss care if you died? Once you're dead, he has no need for you. He's not going to cover for you. You need policy genius. Anyway, and if it won't follow you if... And it won't follow you if you leave your job. Oh, your life insurance that you're paying into. With policy genius... Well, there's a great way to scam your employers. You have a portion of the check. You just withdraw it every year and it goes into this life insurance fund, right? Goes into the life insurance fund. But then if you leave or get fired, the money from your check that was into that fucking fund does not go with you. Dude, there's so many fucking scams. People, we got to go back to tipping in cash. Somebody finally gave me a heads up on that. I was thinking that the other day when I was at the airport and I bought a magazine and it said tip. And I was looking at the sad lady sitting there at the register. I was like, I'll give you a 10%, 15% tip on a fucking magazine that I went and picked out myself. And I was thinking afterwards, when I was on the car, I'm like, well, how the fuck does it go to her? A portion of the proceeds do. The rest of it goes to the, to the goddamn people that own that kiosk. So... I don't know what I'm saying here. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $25 per month for $1 million of coverage. You can pay $25 and get a $1 million worth of coverage. You must be fucking 0% body fat. Stepping out of an Olympic pool. Some options offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Ah, We don't need a medical exam. I'm sure you're fine with your pelican neck. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find, find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Com. Oh, look who it is, everybody. It's old Zip. <clears throat> you know, if you're hiring, you know that it's incredibly hard to attract top talent. And with the current labor market conditions, it's even harder than ever. That's why you want it. That was so fucking vague. That's why you want to get a, you want a partner who gets it. You want... Zip. Zip Recruiter knows how tough it is right now, but they've figured out solutions for the problems you're facing. See for yourself right now. You can try them for free at zip.com slash burr. Zip Recruiter is ready to tackle your recruiting challenges. Um, to reach more of the right people, you know... It's like we're reaching people, but it's not the right people. I didn't know you could say that in 2023. Uh, excuse me, as a person of color, what do you mean the right people? That has very cryptic message there. Anyway, zip, zip, the devil read. Post your job to 100. I am a person of color. I am orange. 
and I don't think I am represented in the job place. Your job to 100-plus job sites. Need to hire as soon as possible? ZipRecruit is smart. Technology finds a great match, matches for your job sooner. Want first dibs on talent? Zip lets you invite the most qualified people to apply to your job. ZipRecruiter's pricing is straightforward. No surprise costs. Turn to team up with a hiring partner who understands what you need. Um, old Zip Recruiter. Four to five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web ad- address to try Zip for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Burr. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Burr. Spell out Burr, B-U-R-R. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I mean, if you guys don't think I have the best dramatic pause in the podcast game, as the kids say. In the game. Um, <clears throat> AG1. I thought this was AGI. AG1. For, for our next partner is AG1. Um, the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. I could use some of this shit. Why take a bunch of different things where you can just mix one scoop of powder and water once a day? AG1 was designed with ease in mind so you can live healthier and better without having to complicate your routine. I wish I had some AG1 right now, right before I get on that bicycle. You know, my old fucking ass getting on that seat. Uh, AG1 replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in one simple drinkable Habit. I just pictured being like Iron Man and just drinking that fucking thing and putting your suit on and going to work. AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support whole body health. Science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food source nutrients. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole source food ingredients of high quality that gives you major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy. I want to fucking use this shit. And even healthier looking skin and hair and nails. What would you guys do if I fucking started taking this shit and I just showed up with a lion's mane of ginger hair? You know? A hairdo like Bob Rock or like that guy that owns the fucking hot air balloon. Remember that, that guy... He looked like a like one of those lion tamer guys. One of them died out in Vegas. Siegfried and Roy. It was like Siegfried and Roy, and he was like the Andy Gibb of that lion taming family. You know, just sort of the black sheep, you know. He, did, he wasn't in the lions. He was straight. He had hot air balloons instead of fucking... What do they call them? Big cats. AG1 is raising the standard for quality and supplement in the supplement category. AG1 helps you build your health foundation first. I want to try this shit. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. This sounds like, you know, if you fucking don't want to get sick on the road, you know, all these people coughing on the planes or whatever, right? Go to drink AG1. Dot com slash burr. That's drinkag1.com slash burr. And as Angel Salazar would say, check it out. All right.
Chi-Chi, get the Yeho. He also played him. He was also in Carlito's Way. Stand-up comedy legend. Um, all right. <clears throat> Let's get to the reads for this week. Let's get to the fucking reads. What song is that? Stuck in my head. Da, 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 da. It's like one of those Bananarama fucking bands. Or Wilson. Remember that? Wilson, right? Wilson! What was that song? I did another day. In a day, gonna say, what a day that you would hold on for just one day. That was for anxious white women. Anxious white women music. <laughs> you know, like just everything in the of, of a certain financial category. I'm not talking about the ones on meth and live in the middle of Pennsylvania and come around the corner looking like, the, like a vampire fucked a zombie. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, just a never-ending supply of brand-new stain-free oven mitts, like that level. <clears throat> Insider trading level white. All right, recall. Heard about this? New trucks ain't nothing compared to the old ones. Ford recalls 870,000 F-150 trucks over unexpected parking brake activation. Wait a minute. That guy that I fucking follow. Start your engines on YouTube. Said if you bought a Ford truck, you're fucked. And I was just like, ah, this guy's doing some chicken little shit. Oh, no. I bought an F, but I bought the 250. Wait a second. What is this? Um, that's no big deal. It's just a fucking parking brake slamming on when you're fucking going 80 miles an hour towing a boat. What could go wrong? Said Friday it's, okay, Washington. Ford Motor Company said it, Friday it's recalling 870,000 F-150 trucks in the United States because the risk of an unexpected activation of the electric parking brake due to a potential wiring issue. The recalls covered 2021 through 2023 model F-150 trucks. According to a filing, hey, I got one for you. Is anybody, did your directional work well on your truck and now all of a sudden it goes like 90 miles an hour when you turn it on? on inside the truck, it goes, and then you go outside to see if it's doing it and giving somebody an epileptic seizure behind you, but it isn't. The tailgate, you know, the, 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 the brake light one in the front one is still going, you know, like blink, bonk. Dink, donk, like that. But inside the cab, it's going tick, 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 like super fucking fast. Um, I don't give a fuck. I still like my Ford truck. Um, all right, well, that's good to know. It's good to know that I have that issue coming up. Um, but all a recall is, is you just bring it in and they fix it for free before it ever happens. So, I mean, they're kind of being responsible, No. And I would say because it's electronic rather than just how it used to be. You just stepped on the thing and it was like a spring, some sort of pulley system. I have no idea. I'm not mechanically inclined. Um, the more sophisticated it is, the more weight it adds to the vehicle. The more things that can go wrong, the more fuel it burns. Palm trees. Um, hey, Bill, I live in Los Angeles and I recently heard that palm trees have a life expectancy of 125 years. 
and most of them were planted 110 years ago, which will lead to a mass die-off of trees in the next 15 years or so. So is this something your landscapers have warned you about? They have not, but I didn't realize that, um, I only found out recently that palm trees are not indigenous to, uh, to Los Angeles. Well, listen, I think what will happen is in areas that people don't have money, which is becoming everything but the upper class at this point, as we slowly go into just haves and have nots and we destroy the middle class. Uh, Biden's America. I love when they do that. You can thank Donald Trump for that. Oh, yeah. In fucking four years, he did all of that. It's been happening my entire life. Um, regardless of who is in office. It's been a slow march to, we get everything and you, you should be lucky that something trickles down to you. Um, all right, I live in Los Angeles, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, uh, I think, you know, Beverly Hills, they'll, they'll just fly in. They'll just go buy some full-size ones, full ones and they'll put them in there. That is amazing. In 15 years, I'll be 70 years old, people. That's how fast life goes by. Um, so right as I'm dying off, no. I actually think I'm going to do all right in that department. We'll see. You never know. Uh, Daily Club. Uh, Billy Twilight Toes. I have no idea what that means, but I actually like that, even if it's an insult. I remember Billy White Shoes Johnson in the NFL. I could have been the white version of him, Billy Twilight Toes. Over the middle, over the middle of Billy Twilight Toes, I'll tell you, he's the slowest guy in the league, but somehow, God bless his freckled heart, he figures out a way to get open. Well, what he's doing is he understands the defense. He's sitting down in the zone. Oh, I thought he just turned around after they said, after they hiked the ball. Billy Twilight Toes has 40 yards receiving, and we're only in the third quarter. He could beat his best record, his best game of 41 yards um you ever think of joining a country club or an elks club or would you get sick of seeing the same people every day i think you know what back when i was drinking i thought about doing that um i'd hate to have to help out with functions or be on duty for some work so i think elks or rotary club might not be for me country club would be nice if there was no heavy pressure of high 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 school-esque drama between the rich people um, I'm more of an Elks Club guy. I like, I like, I like that type of stuff. You know what it is? I don't golf. So I feel like they, that's all they do at country clubs is everybody goes out and they golf. Oh, Jesus. And just the sound, you know, the sound of golf spikes on a sidewalk. You know, that's the male version of like stiletto heels where you just know male, like when you hear, that's like male bimbos. <laughs> oh God. With their big fat fucking torsos from just eating those sandwiches. Giant fucking sandwiches. They all got that fucking heart attack body. Um, all right. AI. Bill, my biggest problem with AI is that it just came out of nowhere, right? Well, I thought they'd been working on it for a while. There was no steady on ramp to having to hear those letters every fucking day. 
Uh, it's like the words streaming content and algorithm. It feels like they were coming out of the shoot way too fast into the 22nd century. Uh, I'm sure I'll be asking my kids how to use the AI in 15 years the way my old man asked me about the internet. And then I'll be asking his kid how to, dupl how to update the software on his robotic implants. Thanks and go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, I don't know why we need AI. I think it all comes down to just... It's a combination of like sociopaths at the top are sick of strikes in workers that have needs because they want to take everything. So if they have like robots and that type of shit, they'll never go on strike. And then, but they don't know how to build them. And then, but then you have nerds who don't know how to talk to women. So the nerds are smart enough to know what the sociopaths are doing. But the temptation to actually, you know, build a hot chick that will fuck them, you know, so they can go to Comic-Con and have a little fucking swagger in their step is just too, it's too, it's too tempting. So they go ahead and make them. Nerds are the fucking worst. Nerds make sociopaths' dreams come true. You know, sociopaths come up with just insane shit, right? Like, can I have a prostitute that's also a nuclear weapon? And then the nerds are like, well, yeah, I mean, can I fuck it too? <laughs> Only during the, uh, the testing phase. All right, cool, I'll do it. Uh, Japan. Bill Burr Sensei. Thanks for all the laughs for the past decade plus. I've been listening since Let It Go in my high school days in Pasadena. I'm in my late 20s living in Japan, and I heard in last week's episode that it is a bucket list place for you. It's really an amazing country. Something that you might personally find interesting is Japan's comedy scene, which is massive, especially in Osaka. What? Oh, my God. I would love to see that. The closest thing that I've seen to stand-up comedy being performed in Japanese is when I went to Scotland. Because it might as well have been, they might as well have been speaking Japanese because I couldn't understand a fucking word these guys were saying. It was amazing. This guy told this whole fucking story. I couldn't understand any of it until the, his tag or his punchline was toughen up, you wee cunt. That was the only part I understood. <laughs> toughen up, you wee cunt. Um, I once went to an assembly at my neighborhood middle school and watched two class leaders perform a pre-scripted set making fun of relatable everyday things like popular teacher, like a popular teacher or falling asleep in class. The style is called Manzai and it's much different from American stand-up. Manzai is fast-paced, scripted dialogue and done in duos. Oh my God, that's fascinating. Despite the language barrier, you might be interested in going to, to a show to see just how different it is and how, and yet how Japanese people go crazy for it. I would love to see that. I'm going to look it up now so I don't have to travel and actually get the experience. No, I, I um, that's incredible. I would love to see. All right, lastly, I also know 
you're a sauna guy and that you like to support local businesses. You got to experience a stay at Ryokin or traditional inn for at least one night. You'll sleep on a tatami mat floor with futon mattress, drink complimentary green tea, eat a hearty Japanese breakfast, dress in traditional bathrobes, and use the hot bath. Dude, I'm in. I just can't deal with the flight. Don't you have to fly like, I said straight north, up to like Santa Claus where the fucking globe isn't as big around the waist and then you fly over? The best case is to find a Royakin in a hot spring, Onsen Village, and use that Ryokin's private bath. They are allowed to channel the town's natural hot spring water to the property. There are too many incredible onsen villages to choose from, but I'm not. I'm going to butcher all these names. Ryu Jinmura, Kinosaki. That sounds like a motorcycle company. And Takayama come to mind initially. I can see why people want to learn that language. Those are cool names. Where do you live? Takayama. Takayama, motherfucker. Uh, a lot of shoguns and samurais used to vacation in these places, so you'll be in good company. In addition to getting hit hard from COVID, these beautiful locally owned small businesses are losing fashion to big resort and hotel chains. They're worth every penny to support. God damn, these fucking corporations. Sayonara for now. Ciao for now, I get it. Sayonara for now. Oh, that was a cute little thing. I see what you did there. Um, all right, that is the podcast, everyone. Go fuck yourselves. I will check in on you on Thursday. Go Red Sox.